Hi, welcome to Living with Tole, where we provide new ideas, strategies, and inspiration to help you connect to presence, even through the challenges of everyday life. I'm Leo Ristuno. And I'm Greg Larson, life coach and expert teacher of Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now and a New Earth. On this episode of Living with Tolle, we talk about the pain body, a powerful spiritual insight Eckhart Tolle first introduced in The Power of Now. We explore how the pain body manifests itself in life and also explore strategies for dealing with its short-term and long-term effects. You can find this and other episodes of our podcast at our website at www.livingwithtole.com where you'll also find useful articles, meditations, and videos. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Living with Tole. How are you doing, Greg? I'm doing excellent, Leo. Thank you so much. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I've been going through a little bit of a hard, rough time over the last few weeks. So we're going to be talking about some of those challenges that I've been facing in the context of the pain body today. And But before we get started, I just would like to uh, let everybody know that we do have the comment section in our website, and we always invite people to share their experiences, share their questions and their comments uh, through the comment section. So we want to make sure to emphasize that, uh, particularly if any of this stuff resonates with you and you feel that you want to share and, and join the conversation, we invite you to, uh, to send in comments so that we can incorporate the thoughts and ideas into our podcast. Specifically today with this topic of the pain body, I know when I go and give talks and even with the clients that I'm coaching, that is a challenge that's faced you know, all the time. Even in my experience, I still, you know, maybe possibly on a daily basis, but it's pretty frequent where those come up that that movement of energy which is negative, it's not positive, and identifying it immediately through conscious awareness and then strategies for that I use myself to move through that with the least amount of resistance or adding fuel to the fire, getting back to that place of being positive, being aligned with the present moment and what's happening in the present moment instead of being tripped up by the negativity and the negative perception that the pain body generates. So let me just uh, jump in with a little bit of a description for our listeners of what's been going on. Uh, it's, it's basically been uh, my almost f- feeling like I'm falling off the wagon, you know, almost like um, feeling that I'm losing uh, my state of presence and that I'm losing my ability to feel presence and to feel the enjoyment uh, and the enthusiasm that we've been discussing over the last few podcasts. Um, this is something that, you know, it, it relates to my work situation where I'm feeling a sense of boredom, a sense of uh, negativity and don't necessarily want to go into work. I don't necessarily want to do some of the things that I'm doing. I find that they're tedious, that they're not giving me that sense of fulfillment. Um, and then associated with that comes all the questioning, well, what am I doing here? What is my life purpose? And I try every day to remind myself of that question. How can I be of service? How is life calling me to serve right now? And I try every day to remember the key word, acceptance. And I try 
uh, to to find enjoyment in the, in, in the daily life. Um, but it's difficult to do that because it seems that daily life comes in. It takes my time away. It doesn't allow me to do that. I don't have the time to meditate and to feel and to do the inner body meditation. I don't have the the time to you know to accept and to and to feel good about what I'm doing. To feel present and to connect with other people. Um, through this um, state of presence and so it's almost it's a battle I've been feeling a battle over the last few weeks Mm -hmm. and I've been feeling that it's it's just overwhelming you know to the point where it's like oh man I thought this Tole stuff would help I thought this Tole stuff would be great I thought and yet you know I, I know it does intellectually I know it will and I know it does but I'm feeling like I'm having to start again I'm feeling like I'm having to go back to beginner's mind. I feel like I have to find the space and the time to learn it again, to practice it again, to be reminded of it because daily life kicks in and daily life in some situations is not all that positive and it's overwhelming and the negative stuff starts to come in and overwhelm and overtake. So that's a longish introduction without too many specifics. If that feeling is something that our listeners relate to, uh, I think that, that they'll have something to, uh, to get out of this particular episode. But in our conversations, Greg, um, off the air, of course, you've been telling me about basically pointing to the pain body. And, uh, and so let's focus on that. How is all of this related to the pain body? Yeah, we're just as you were talking there and you shared that, you know, briefly, you know, if you, the listeners are relating to this and I can almost guarantee that every listener is because unless you're one of those uh, very few people who are enlightened on this planet and have no, uh, you know, remnants of the pain body within you, you're most likely experiencing that. Mm. And I still do and and other people authors who, you know, who are on a spiritual path still experience that. And as Eckhart points out, this was so powerful, I didn't quite get that when I was reading The Power of Now, but it became very clear in reading A New Earth, is that the pain body is not a personal construction, it's not something you personally you know, went about trying to do when you were born, it's mm-hmm. a collective phenomenon, and you have a personal experience of it. Hmm. So you were born into this through you know, society, through uh, culture, you know, through global culture now, it's we're experiencing it because we're able to connect in such a broad way nowadays. So what's happening in the Middle East, their collective pain bodies, we may experience that here through the news or through the internet. You know, if something happens across the other side of the world, you know, a uh, hundred years ago, we would have never found out about it. We've only been concerned about our community, but now we're experiencing these events that cause these, t- that trigger the pain body, that trigger the, that anger that might, you know, uh, say this is terrible or bad or those people are horrible, whatever that may be. But ultimately it comes down to that this is a collective phenomenon, the pain body. And then we personally experience it on our own level, the energy of that within the certain circumstances we're facing. But as a newborn, you know, you don't come into the world with one of your missions to establish a, a productive pain body you know, and, and face these challenges. It's not something you do personally. It's something that's given to you, in a sense, by culture, by society, by your family. And then, you know, through the conditioning, you have to deal with that. And if you're not ever given this awareness, 
of what it is, you go through life constantly challenged by that. Maybe even being a prime carrier of that, end up being one of the, the people who are constantly angry or constantly upset or constantly depressed to the point where they commit suicide even. Hmm. So it's a very powerful force on the planet, you know, simply because we, it's in reinforced all the time through culture mm -hmm. and through societies and through the collective, humanity's collective pain body. And so, as Eckhart says, you know, your greatest responsibility as a human being is to, is to address this yourself and do what you need to do to no longer contribute to the collective pain body. So you can personally withdraw your energy that feeds us. You know, it's all the individuals that are, that are collectively feeding it, which allows it to be and to remain and to grow strong. And what we all individually have to do is be responsible for our own field of energy that happens within our personal body and withdraw the negativity that's emanating from us through the pain body, withdraw that out, pull that back from the collective, and then the collective dies, it shifts, it changes. Hmm. And so that's how important this is. And Eckhart stated that very clearly, you're personally responsible to do that. That's one of the greatest gifts you can actually give as a human being to see this, to become consciously aware of it, to put practices in place that allow you to cultivate your set of presence, which diminishes the pain body or breaks it up, then you no longer add to that. And that's one of the greatest gifts you can give as a human being on this planet. That's a powerful way of, of looking at it because, in a sense, it, it reminds us that we're all connected through the collective uh, pain body, but we're also, we're also connected uh, through presence. It's not so much about me, me, me. I want to get rid of my pain body and I want to be a happy individual. I mean, it, it shifts it, the perspective from I'm not feeling good because of my pain body to... <laughs> That's exactly to, it, yeah, yeah. But it also shifts the responsibility which I mean I don't imagine that makes it any easier the motivation might be different and the sense of purpose might be different it goes from a personal to a collective but doesn't necessarily make it easier so what are the what are the what are the things to look out for when the pain body reemerges and takes away your life energy uh, and feeds on it so much so that it's overwhelming on a personal level yeah. and then also on a collective level Eckhart's definition of that, just so people are aware of this, the pain body is past pain really alive in your life today. You know, so there may be an experience in your life that happened 10 years ago, and because you didn't have the state of presence at that time to have a perspective or a state of presence around that, you were embarrassed by that or shamed by that. Mm -hmm. And so today when you think about that, it might be a divorce or maybe the loss of a loved one. And so when you think about that today, when that thought comes up about that situation, it still makes you mad or sad. Mm -hmm. And so that in a sense, the, uh, the past is alive within, within you right now. That emotional pain is still active within your body. And so that's you know a quick definition of the explanation of that. Right, and so, and not only that, it, it it literally it takes on a life form of itself, you know, and it's been described as a parasite. And actually, I heard a great definition, or I heard a great analogy of this the other day. Although they weren't talking about the pain body, they're talking about another element of society. But in a sense, but what they did describe was a, a parasite, and the parasite they were talking about in specific is a tapeworm. And so, this is how a tapeworm functions. 
it releases a chemical into the body that makes you crave food that allows the tapeworm to feed and become bloated and fat really but it's bad for you mm -hmm. so it's bad for the organism that it's living off of but it feeds it allows the pain or the tapeworm to engorge and it's the same thing with the pain body it's a parasite within you except it's not a form it's really an energetic or a it's um it's an energy field but it's a parasitic energy field that lives within you and how it feeds is by releasing an, a vibrational frequency into your body that's negative which triggers an experience a stream of thought that then then translates into an emotional experience and that emotional experience that vibrational frequency of that emotion is what allows it to feed so again, it will do this if possible as much as it can, <laughs> and it's thoughts of fear and greed and you know sadness and you know shame and cultivating these over and over, and it knows specifically which ones. Even if it were, you're out in the woods and you fell out of a tree and you hurt yourself and you're embarrassed by that, no one else knows about it, only you. Mm -hmm. and, but it knows that, and so it and it knows all your. You know, it knows all your intimate details. It knows all your your experiences, and actually, you can go to the point where it will even make stuff up. So it's very cunning and tricky, and you know, elusive. Mm. And yet, you know, it's operating your life when all of a sudden, there's no reason to be feeling bad because you're sitting in your home. You know, you're having a conversation with your family, and it's a lovely conversation. All of a sudden, a memory is triggered that creates this experience within you of negativity mm -hmm. or you know contraction then that's a sign that the pain body's been it's sending out a chemical into your body or a vibrational frequency that's going to trigger that and so that's what it's using to feed on well i mean just a prime example i think i told you that i had a fantastic thanksgiving <laughs> and it was great we yeah. had a good time with family and with the kids and, and and a lovely day we had um and you look at that and all kinds of other situations and you wonder well, what is there to be upset about you know what is there to be uh, disillusioned by or so those thoughts keep re-emerging instead of the present enjoyment of good times you know and and so in taking me away from enjoying those good things that's its job it has to do that you know even when you're expressing earlier off the call you know your frustrations around this experience it's you know, when you are on this path, when you finally wake up, when you have your awakening, you're like, oh, this is what it is, and this is how important cultivating my spiritual aspect is. Mm -hmm. As you begin doing that, you would think, wow, I'm just going to be on this path of ever-expanding good and, you know, cultivating my state of presence. Well, as you do that, the, that is what kills off the pain body. That's mm -hmm. what, what, you know, um, that's, that's part of the the healing that uh, you know kills off the tapeworm in a sense and so it fights that it resists that so in my experience it doesn't become easier it, it my experience was as i became aware of this the pain body even lashed out in in a more extreme way the only difference was is that i was aware of what was happening and i recovered more quickly hmm. but ultimately the road doesn't get easier at least that was my experience from what i hear from other people you know, and, and the coaching I do, that's their experience also, is that all of a sudden it comes back again even stronger. And even though they're aware of it this time, they know exactly what it is. They see exactly how it's playing out. They're unable to do anything about it because it's coming out even stronger in a sense. And the way it felt for me was in, in a way that it challenged 
everything that I've been working towards and it mm. almost seemed to undo it to the point where I felt like literally I had to start over again. I had to go back to some of the basics where I had to force myself to, you know, to even even to trust in these new uh, teachings and, and uh, this new awareness that I've been experiencing to the point where it's like, well, is this even valuable? Is this even worth it? Does this even work? You know, it really fundamentally cha- when, when it you know, lashed out of the last few weeks it fundamentally challenged the foundations for all of this awakening and all of this awareness that I've been developing, you know, and to the point where I've, you know, I've had doubts about whether this is even worth it, <laughs> or this mm-hmm. is the right path or the right strategy or the right way of, of being and thinking and being aware and being present. Um, and also to the point where I felt literally like I have to go back and start from the beginning again. And that's what has to be done is, you know, a lot of times people will say, you know, I know that this is my pain body and I don't want this to come up. Well, if it's coming up, then that's the present moment. Mm. And so you go right back to step one, which is acceptance. This is my experience right now. The pain body is activated. Even though I know about this now, even though I've begun cultivating practices which have lessened it in the past and I seem to be doing pretty good, it's now active. And so my only response that is practical or spiritual or or positive is to accept it even though it doesn't feel good even though it's not what you want even though this is not the path you're choosing if it's in the present moment then that's what's happening right now hmm. and then to give it some perspective what you can be grateful for now that you have an awareness of it is that you know if you cultivate awareness and cultivate your state of presence each time it does come up because the pain body has to force its hand it has to it has to strike out when it does that in your conscious it's revealing itself to you hmm. whereas in the past when you're unconscious you're never aware of this dynamic in a sense it's, it can always hide out strike out create this emotional resistance or this emotional upset and you don't know why it's causing you're just like oh I'm just a human being therefore I get angry all the time every day it's just who I am as, an ang- as a human being I can't you know, it's just what I am well, now you have an awareness, well, that's not who I am. And so now when it forces its hand and it, and it becomes active, you can see it. And as Eckhart says, the greatest agent for change is awareness. You're now aware of it. And what a powerful transformative experience that is now that you're aware of it. Again, now that you have this awareness and this presence of it, Every time it does reveal itself, there it is. You can see it, hmm. which now shifts your relationship with it. Right, right. It can't go on playing, you know, wreaking havoc in your life for the rest of your life with no understanding or awareness of it. That's what it ultimately would want. But now, because that's what the pain body want, would never to be aware. You know, you'd be sick in the hospital, and the doctor's like, "I don't know what's going on with you. You know, you seem natural. You seem healthy. There's no, you know, external rash on your arms. I don't know what what it is. It's you know, you're healthy. It just must be in your head, or and we can't figure it out. Well, now it's like you go in the doctor's like, "Oh, you have a, a tapeworm. Oh, that's what it is. God, I've been dealing with this for months, and I could not figure it out. I just thought I was going to have to live this way for the rest of my life." Oh, no, no, you don't have to do that. It's a tapeworm. Here, we can flush it out using this process. Right, right, right. Well, now you have a, a process in place that Eckhart's given us, and other teachings also provide, for flushing out this tapeworm, for you know eliminating this really from your body, 
right. to the degree that's possible, realizing that we live in a collective pain body. Mm. So that's your situations. You'll be in this field of pain right. that surrounds you, which is, you know, whether it's at your job or within your extended family or on the traffic on the way to your job, it's still there. Mm-hmm. But you can be a more a state of a greater degree of presence within that. So you're no longer triggered by that. You're no longer reacting to that. You're just allowing it to be what it is, knowing that this is what the moment is. Mm-hmm. This is how life is unfolding right now. There still is a collective pain body. Mm-hmm. One of the things that that we mentioned also, and I think that this is all this is all related, but the 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 thing that we mentioned also off the air was the idea that this too shall pass, and and I think the awareness of the pain body, being aware of it, um, helps you understand its role, its purpose, its strategies, but also the fact that it shall pass, right? Um, I mean, th- with that awareness, you can have that feeling of this sh- too shall pass. You accept it, you let it pass, and you continue to cultivate presence once it's gone. Or do you do that? Um, do you have that state of presence or that state of mind that allows you to be while it's there, knowing that it'll be okay in a day or two, or after it passes? Or h- how do you how do you work with that idea of that this too shall pass? Yeah, well, ultimately, just acknowledging that this is the reality of the situation is that, as Eckhart explains, that the pain body is either dormant or it's active. Mm -hmm. So when it is active, having an understanding that this too shall pass, and only in some rare extreme cases would someone be totally dominated by the pain body all the time. But ultimately, there'll be moments where you recover, you know, and, and by cultivating spiritual practices, when you reco- you know, it'll allow for a greater recovery or a shorter amount of time you're in the pain body. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately, when, you, when that attack is happening, to give it some perspective, in a sense, is to state, you know, or just become aware of that this too shall pass. And right now, what can I do? I can take a deep conscious breath, feel it, try not to deny it. I'm not denying that it's happening right now. Sense it, you know, perceive how it's working in your life, gen- cultivate awareness of it cultivate you know what the experience is and awareness of that experience so you can just be with the experience as it's happening even though it's uncomfortable even though it's not what you want but you can be in acceptance of it and then when it passes when you when you're back in being positive again then you can begin generating an awareness around what cultivates my state of presence what daily activities can i do whether it's meditation or taking those conscious breaths reading the books, listening to the CDs, what can I do to cultivate my state of presence that will allow me to, when it happens again, I can have a greater degree of presence around that. I'm not totally taken over by it. Mm -hmm. I sense it, I feel it, but I'm not completely consumed by it, not completely identified with it. Right. So that's what you do when you come out of it again, then you go back into generating presence power. That's the key. And that presence power is what actually breaks it up, is what actually withdraws energy from it so it's not as dynamic in your life. Mm-hmm. And so, and then also allows you to have that state of awareness of when it is active, you're like, there it is right there. I sense it now. Instead of 10 minutes into it, you're like, oh, wow, there it is. It's the pain body. It was just wreaking havoc in my life for 10 minutes before I even had any awareness of it. Soon enough, you cultivate that awareness. Like, ooh, you feel that agitated immediately, and you're like, "There it is." Uh huh. I sense it. I'm just gonna take some deep breaths. I know what it is. I'm not gonna resist it. I'm not gonna add fuel to the flame in a sense. 
just going to be an acceptance that this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. Once it passes, get back into your spiritual routines, your spiritual practice, cultivating your presence power. And I think that's key to have those routines. I think maybe, you know, in, in, in cultivating this sense of awareness, I'm, I think that's probably one of the things that's been missing in my life, um, is that sense of routine of on a daily basis doing a, a spiritual practice or something that refreshes my spirit, my sense of presence. And I think that it, I'm curious, you know, when people, as people listen to this, uh, what their practices are, you know, has going to silent meditation groups or has going to yoga or daily exercise routines, what kind of practices have people been involved in to help cultivate that presence? Um, because that's, that's ultimately what it comes down to. I have this strong urge as I'm coming out of this, you know, two week sort of uh, low, I'm, I have this strong urge to create a space where I can continue to cultivate this presence. Uh, regularly so that I can be better at acknowledging and recognizing being aware of the pain body when it arises and all the challenges that that, that may arise uh, with it but but I can't cultivate that presence in the heat of the moment I can't cultivate presence when I'm in traffic you know or when I'm in a, a bad moment at work or something that that's a deep dissatisfaction when I'm experiencing those it seems like that's not the time to cultivate it and we talked about this before time to cultivate it is you know, in a time that you create for yourself to refresh your spirit with. And so it seems extremely important to do that, right? To take time away for retreats. We were talking offline also about, mm -hmm. you know, a silent retreat and how this one person experienced it in a very powerful way. And, mm -hmm. and I went through a retreat not that long ago, back in October, even though it wasn't silent, it was very powerful, stepping out of life, mm -hmm. making time in your life for those retreats. Mm -hmm. making time in your life to be in a spiritual community that has an awareness of this and will allow you a space to cultivate presence mm -hmm. making time to open the power of now or a new earth or whatever text resonates with you or book and read that on a daily basis or listen to you know some sort of audio or video format where you're that message is coming back to you and then making time if possible to for yoga or meditation or mindfulness exercises whatever that is for you Extremely important, extremely important. And in each one of these, um, you know, the, the idea, I mean, I'm sort of, I, I have the sense of being humbled by, by this experience. Here I thought, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm cultivating presence. I'm really starting to understand Neckhart Tolle. And, and, and all of a sudden, boom, something hit me for two weeks. You know, it's like mm -hmm. this sense of, oh, my God, what's it all for? What am I doing here? And, and I'm coming out of it, like I said, humbled by the fact that, you know, this is a, you know, the, the idea of beginner's mind keeps coming back to me, that this is a recurring process, that um, the awareness will increase, the awakening, the state of presence, and the sense of being connected to the world, and uh, that will increase, but it's, I feel like I'm a beginner again. I feel like just after these two weeks, I got to start over again, and now... At least, I, I don't know, I think there is this sense of awareness around it that, that's different from when it ever, you know, from when it was, uh, where it was last year, maybe. You know, there's this different sense about it, um, which is helping me get out of it more quickly. It's helping me take action more quickly. And it's helping me say, okay, you know what I need to do? I need to do X, Y, and Z to keep cultivating presence. 
but with a beginner's mind <laughs> so that I don't feel uh, too cocky about it, you know, because <laughs> yeah, I it think when, you know, yeah. you start to get cocky about it, say, oh, yeah, I'm an aware person. Yeah. You know, and then something hits you. It's like, oh, uh, none of this works. You know, <laughs> it's not quite the case. Uh, there's this constant sense of refreshing it and starting again from the beginning, cultivating the basics, getting back to the basics. Yeah, and remaining humble to the fact that this is a powerful presence on the planet. It's a mm -hmm. powerful, dynamic parasite mm -hmm. on the planet. So don't underestimate how it can seep back into your life. Don't underestimate how it can you know, show up again in a new situation. Be continually humble. That's a powerful word right there. Just be humble, knowing that what would make you think oh no I've, I've overcome this I'm a dynamic spiritual individual is the ego claiming that you know and ultimately just being humble that how can I be continually aware of this knowing that it is out there it is right. dynamic in society and culture right how can I prepare myself for the next episode how can I be how can I humble myself in a way that will allow me to embrace it when it appears again and not go oh Gosh, I'm so dang spiritual, and here it is again. <laughs> what is it? You know, ultimately, it's it's always coming back, being humble in the sense like you just said. Well, good. Um, I think that uh, we're going to uh, wrap up our tenth episode with those words. All right. Being humble, beginner's mind, and acknowledging the fact that this is an ongoing process and practice of expansion of learning with ups and downs, challenges, uh, responsibilities to the world, to oneself. This is a learning process, and uh, it's great to be at episode number 10, talking about going back to the beginning so, <laughs> as we yeah. start a, a new phase in our next 10 episodes of uh, continuing to, uh, to promote awareness and presence through our podcast. Awesome. It's been a, been a fun journey so far, and I know the next 10 will be uh, another amazing step on this journey. I'm looking forward to them, each and every one yeah. of them. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And like we said before, we invite you to submit your comments, questions, and your feedback on all of this. Uh, we are in beginner's mind waiting to find ways to continue to grow and to learn and to improve what we're doing. And I'm talking about the podcast, of course, and the website itself. So any feedback would be fantastic and much welcomed. And of course, sharing your experiences will help us broaden this sense of community and broaden our sense of purpose, knowing that we are reaching out to uh, people all over the world. Uh, a shout out to people all over the world. We've got people listening to us in Romania and South Africa and India and Australia, all over the world, many more places than that. So it's fantastically rewarding to, uh, to see the growth of this community. And we thank you all for listening. And uh, Greg, thanks again for a fantastic call. Thank you, Leon. Bye-bye.